The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. Hey, what's up? This is Matt Harvey from Pounder. You're listening to Radioactive Metal, so turn it up, man. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a pounding episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 641, and I'm Snowy White. And I'm Aaron, and dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by True Coat Coffee. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T coffee.com. Subscribe today. You know why? Because not only will you not run out of coffee, you will get not one, but two great bands Every month, sometimes three, because Coffee Bean Okulta, he's crazy, he's brokering deals, he's a wild man, you never know what's going to happen. But the one thing you can count on for sure is this guy is a metalhead, and he loves all of you, his customers, our fans, our listeners. He is all about the metal community. He does all sorts of other cool shit if you check out Embodiment Printing Press. Dude, like he's just a renaissance man. So True Call Coffee, T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T Coffee.com. He absolutely rocks. The coffee rocks. It's the hottest, blackest, most metal coffee out there. Possess yourself a cup today. Mm, definitely, definitely. That's what's going to as as we're speaking, it's Friday night, and I trust me, I've got um, I got some lemmies going here in my Motorhead mug, so I'm going to need a strong cup of True Cavalt coffee tomorrow morning just to get my the rest of my weekend. You need to make a Motorhead tonight. Of... Keep it going. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Maybe I will for sure, for sure. As soon as we're done here, I'll get the True Cavalt coffee on the Dude. pot. Speaking Get of lemmies, going, yeah. did you see the post I tagged you on Instagram from the rainbow? Mm, rem- oh, the no, remind me. Okay, hang on. Let me let me let me find it so I don't butcher it. Um, because because like I, this is uh, it's it's one of the things. This is lemmy. I have to do this with respect. 
Um, the rainbow, rainbow bar and grill. And <laughs> damn it, hang on, give me a second. True Cobalt Coffee, True Coffee dot com. I know. Check them, check, check them out today. I know, I know, it's great. <laughs> damn it. Screw. Okay, here we go, here we go. They're having a special. It's called the Lemmy Special. And oh, okay. it's a large pizza and two Lemmys, twenty-five bucks. Oh, that's not that's pretty good actually. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like like, dude, we'd totally go do that. Like, yep, yeah, we'll take it, we'll take a lemmy here, you know, we'd tear that pizza up, two lemmies. Like that's that's pretty awesome. Oh. But definitely. yeah, so I, I wanted to talk about that because you always talk about mixing your lemmies up. And these guys always have stuff like that. I know, like next time I'll have it faster. Like great radio, Aaron. But you know, um, yeah. So Lemmys. <laughs> right on, right on. Yes, and I have them going right now. Well, more often than not, whenever we record, I'll be sipping one regardless. But um, it's kind of a special occasion today. But unfortunately, I cannot be there as my good buddy Ducky, good friend of the show, my co-host over at Wrestling Night in Canada. It's his birthday today. Rock on. Yeah, the big the big 28 today. Wow. And yeah. Oh man. Yeah, 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 it's really, it's really getting up there now. For as long as I've known him, for his birthday, you know, we've always piled into like his grandparents' place, and we take over the basement, yeah. and a bunch of us we all pile in, and we pretty much piss it up till four in the morning until, you know, I fall asleep, right? Well, unfortunately, we can't do that this year with everything that's going on so uh yeah i figured what we'll do is we'll go out um he's i said hey give 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 me a song you know and we'll throw it out there for you for your birthday and he got back to me and said i don't know you decide (sighs) all right all right so we'll go out with a really cool kick-ass song just for him as well um this isn't very metal related but as we speak okay and it'll be a week old but hopefully it'll be available for viewing on youtube but right now as we speak game changer wrestling okay really really cool indie promotion right now they are to raise funds because none none of their wrestlers are working right now or they're having a hard time getting paid and all that so they're doing this 24-hour stream okay. of just cards and stuff from the past and all that. And they're asking for donations if you can and all that. Okay, great. I like this federation. Cool. Horror, Pain, Gore, Death Productions, the good folks there, are one of the sponsors for this. So what I'm stoked for just as much for all that great wrestling, is they're going to be dropping some promos, going to be dropping some commercials, you know, in between matches and all that. So I, I haven't seen one yet. I just 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 got home. I turned I, I turned the channel on for a couple minutes, and then we sat down and started doing this. But I'm getting hyped. I'm getting psyched. I, I, I can't wait to see these um, Horror, Pain, Gore, Death commercials. Pretty exciting. Yes, I have no life, even on a Friday night. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, 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 I'm sacrificing, you know, my social life, although really, who has one right now, to do this tonight, to bring, you know, this fantastic show to everyone listening, all of our usual segments. We got a really cool mitt full of tunes here, a fistful of metal, shall we say. And tonight's creature feature, man, Mr. Matt Harvey, good friend of the show. We've had him on so many times and we'll continue to have him on so many times in the future as well. His his newest band, Pounder, their latest record, Breaking the World, drops today as we speak. So, so exciting to have him on. We had a fantastic chat and I can't wait to get into it i have to ask but how many members are in the band pounder please tell me it's four (laughs) no no it's a trio damn it because i really wanted to be able to like say like wow matt you're a quarter pounder like Uh, i I just think that'd be great oh okay to 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 cleanse our palate of the dad jokes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're never gonna get clean around here <laughs> no 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 oh, before we get on with the grunt as my dad would say we're going to transition into our mandatory metal segment brought to you by the good folks at true cobalt coffee true cobalt coffee dot com and this week I just I just discovered the other day that Brazilian thrashers Holocausto, the same Holocausto that go back to the mid '80s with Sepultura and Sarcophago, and Overdose and all those amazing bands from that scene, as well. Holocausto are still around. Last year they put out a wicked EP called War General. And this is one of those, they're actually one of, they're appropriately called that because Holocausto were one of those, one of the original, you know, war metal bands. Bands today like Impious Baptism and Impiety and like those, those bands, you know, Bestial Warlust, that's a really great example of a war metal because we don't have enough subgenres. Okay, a lot of those bands. Not near enough. Fair enough. Yeah, a lot of those bands all owe something to Holocausto. So in the spirit of True Cobalt Coffee from the War General EP, this is Holocausto with Sniper Alvo Namira.
been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Well, hey, dude, what you got? Well, dude, um, I don't know. Like, this is one of those weeks where it's gone so fast, I didn't really write anything down this week that happened. And okay. I, I don't feel like it's been a very metal week for me. I'm okay. kind of disappointed in myself. Um, like, major nerd highlights this week have been the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer. Ah, I was going to bring that up. Okay, have you watched it? I have. We we got like I first found it like on one of my devices. Yeah. And Mrs. Snowy was in the room, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Um, no, we better put this on the YouTube on the TV. On oh, the, dude, on the, yeah. On the bigger the bigger screen and all that. And it looks amazing. Oh, that, that was uh, that was me and my son on Sunday. Like we literally were counting down for it to release. Like mm-hmm. we were watching countdown timers, and then as soon as it did, because it was just the two of us home. Uh, we put it on TV. We watched it like five times, man. <laughs> you know, just just analyzing every little part of it because we're trying to figure out. Because I mean, they keep saying like only one's gonna win or somebody's not gonna come out. Like I'm like, man, like I really don't want Godzilla to be a bad guy. Like I just mm-hmm. love Godzilla so much, you know. So it's gonna be very interesting to see it. And then I'm trying to make plans to see how we're gonna see this. Right. And I know there's gonna be people that are gonna say I'm stupid. And that's fine. That's your right, you know. But but I mean, this America. Uh, if you haven't noticed, I have the right to be stupid, you know. <laughs> Just look at our last four years. But anyway, I was gonna say, don't fight. Must fight. Urge. To- oh no, no! Don't fight that urge. Let it out. Because I mean, like, nothing I'm about to say is any dumber than what's happened in the last month. But um, I so. My son and I have been talking about the fact that, like, you know, like when I saw my first Godzilla movie in the theater, and my first one was Godzilla 1985, which was the recut version of the Japanese Godzilla 1984, and they recut it like the original American 56 version, where they took the 54, recut it with Raymond Burr, and Raymond Burr was in this one. And um, it was pretty cool, because Raymond Burr was uh, enough of a fan, and, you know, that he kept them from doing dumb things. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was, was kind of cool. So, uh, you know, my son and I have been talking about this. Like, dad, he's like, I really want Godzilla vs. Kong to be my first Godzilla in the theater. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is not the greatest time to go to the theater, but our theaters are open. And I am seriously considering renting an entire theater so we can see it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, but the worst part is because like through, um, through like our internet provider here, we get HBO Max for free. Which means oh, okay. we'll be able to see the movie without paying for it because we get the it's on HBO Max too, right. and which that's the part where people are really gonna think I'm dumb because like why would you spend that money to rent a theater? But it's like it's that experience, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just that experience. So we're we're, we're kicking that around. Um, so yeah, super super excited for Godzilla versus Kong. Um, I've been reading so much like i've been going through all my i i feel like i got like behind on my jd lee's g fan magazines and i've just been going through and reading those and they're just so wonderfully written mm-hmm. i'm just enjoying every minute of it we've been finding new movies we didn't know about we've been watching those so that's been a good time and then today well no well actually what's today today as we speak it's the 28th right now it's the 29th oh yeah so that makes sense Nine. then 
Yesterday was the 28th, and Kaldheim released officially on MTG Arena, and that's the online uh, place to play Magic. And it seems to be where, you know, Wizards of the Coast is kind of pushing everybody. Um, if anybody is interested, message us. We'll, you know, like radmetal666 at gmail.com or hit us up on our Instagram at radmetal666. Message us and we can exchange usernames and we can play. If anybody's up for playing some games, because I've got my Kaldheim cards. I, I went to my local card shop picked up my Kaldheim pre-release kit. So I have my physical kit, went through all those cards, and then I got my digital cards to redeem, and I was building a Viking deck that I call Viking Death March because it just feels like fun. <laughs> and, um, dude, these cards are so cool. The art is so great. So great. Mm-hmm. Like, I have this one mammoth card. It's my favorite card to play. And and it's not even that it does anything special, I don't think, like that I can remember, because I've only played these cards a couple times. But it, it just looks so cool. It just, the art, just, man, you just get this great feel. So I'm really enjoying this particular season, Call Time. And then the next big season here will be the werewolf season. And I think for that one, we have to figure out how you and I can, like, play a game whether we get some physical cards for you or we see if your computer can handle MTG arena and we get, get you going through enough of those to, uh, <laughs> to get to some player versus player action. All right. You know, cause, cause well, I, I, I feel like you and I playing like a werewolf game, you know, it'd be fun though. Like if, uh, we played like a werewolf versus vampires, like underworld kind of game. There we are. <laughs> That's what we need to do. There we are. Especially there we for are. the month of October here. We, we absolutely like i feel like this year we just need to go crazy i feel like i have all this pent-up aggression from not being able to go anywhere <laughs> you know i'm like let's yeah. let's really do you. some like like just outrageous halloween stuff this year right on right you on know? yeah we should we should also get a hold of my son-in-law uh, little snow my little little snowy's husband he's you think i'm a nerd okay this guy wow you know that's why when my daughter first brought him home, you know, and you know, when your little girl brings a guy home, the last thing you want is like, I just hope, no, don't let it be some fucking jarhead she oh, yeah. met at a book or something like that. No, she met him at a Harry Potter book release party with I us. like him already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we should get him in on all of our geekiness as well. Hell yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Right on. Right on. I'm stoked. I'm stoked for uh, for Godzilla versus Kong as well. I got it's a fair idea. Yeah, I got a fair idea how they're going to work it so they don't heal Godzilla out. But I don't know for sure. It's definitely going to be interesting. When I was dicking around on YouTube, yeah. though, okay, they where they kind of make the suggestions. Yeah. Pops the uh, the original '60s King Kong versus Godzilla full movie video and all that, and it's like okay, well I've had this movie on uh, on VHS and then on on DVD and all that, and it's like okay, well here it is on YouTube now. So I guess one of these times before you know I see the new updated one, I'm gonna have to sit down once again with a Big bowl of popcorn, a couple more lemmies, and enjoy the original. Should be a lot of fun. Well, it yeah. is. It is. I've I, never I actually did... seen the original. Oh, you got to. You got to. As I was a kid, I had the good fortune of seeing it in the theater. 
like the the theater in our yeah yeah the theater in our small community every once in a while um would air kids movies sunday afternoons and all that and one afternoon i they brought in king kong versus godzilla and all that so it's like oh my god holy jeez i'd already seen it a couple times just on regular tv but i was so stoked you know as a 10 year old to see it in the theater and all that so yeah. yeah looking forward to this and it'll be a family thing you know, the four of us will make our way out to see this in the theater. That's your metal fix this week. Yeah. I also, I just watched the 76 Kong with. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> right. That actually, I think I'm thinking that's the first movie I ever saw in the theater. Really? Yeah. That's I'd pretty seen cool. It when it came out and I was only like five years old or something, but I remember going to see it. And all that. So, yeah, I'm which... realizing, like, I watched it again as an adult. I'm like, man, I don't like this movie. I no, just, it, nah, no, like it's it's, it's okay, movie. but like I don't know. I like I want to I want to watch the original 1933 because I actually have access to that one right now. Mm-hmm. I think I want to start with that one, and then watch it. I like I love the most recent Kong, the one in 2017. Like Skull Island. Yeah, Skull Island. Like that one mm-hmm. is just so badass. I feel like that really captures the essence of what's going on with Kong. Like I, I think right that's now, probably yeah. the best story story variation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we we loved it too. We made sure we got to the theater for that one as well. And yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it with my metal fix well well i've got some cool things going on first of all last saturday as we speak um ace fix to promote their new record necroceros they had a free live stream rock on pushing yeah 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 i'm not gonna be since i didn't it wasn't a paid show i don't know if i can actually make it as part of you know because i always make a list of the live shows that i see throughout the year i don't know if i could really add this to the list or not but it was it was an official live stream they're pushing this great new record they dove into some uh some stuff from uh the past they're from their debut record the rack okay when they got to the title track okay and and since it's a live stream on the side you can see uh where everyone's in the chat room talking you know well i had never seen so many exclamation marks and so many fuck yes (laughs) on a on a group chat then when when that song came on and all of the little heart emojis and all that, just my screen just lit up from them. Everyone was just going crazy. It was amazing. That's awesome. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And Jeff, Jeff Bracera from Possessed. Okay, the main man behind Possessed all these years. He was in the chat as well. Rock on. <laughs> yeah, that was absolutely fantastic. And he's a great guy, too. And the guys from Ace Fix, like I met them when we went to the Quebec Death Fest and all that, had a great time hanging with them. After their set, you saw them go to the back where they had beers and they had the jack 
<laughs> going and all that. That's awesome. Yeah, Dude, yeah, that's so, that awesome. <laughs> so, so they were kind of doing, you know, a cheers to everyone that was was watching. And I, you know, I had my lemmies going, but my cup was empty. So as they're saying, we're going to have, you know, a toast to all the listeners and all that. Man, I filled up that cup so quick. You know, <laughs> because there's no way that I'm missing uh, cheersing with Ace Fix, man. Like, even if it was just, you know, virtually absolutely fantastic. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know if the stream is available on YouTube or not. It's got to be. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. But, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, just going throughout... The week, I don't know exactly how I stumbled on uh, or to think to do this, but you might recall um, back, I guess it was about the mid 80s, flip, flipping through magazines and all that, you might have seen advertisements for Mausoleum Records, really cool independent record label back there. I had some of their releases, uh, The First Living Death was on mausoleum as well as black lace faithful breath these are all some fantastic records from yeah. my teens and all that but i those it, it kind of ended there and i know like mausoleum had some some wicked releases that i just didn't you can't listen to everything but you should okay. give it your best though dude <laughs> uh, you definitely give it your best yes and i certainly i certainly do so I scoured YouTube and I found a whole bunch of those. Like I remember the ads and which bands and the the album covers that were being advertised and all that. And it's like, okay, I'm gonna give you YouTube a search, you know, from the best of my memory as to which records. And of course, you see the YouTube finger nail toe toe clip or whatever it is what? thumbnail, the the thumbnail or the icon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thumbnail with like toe clip, fingernail. Toe what clip. in the hell, dude? What the hell? This is what happened when Snowy tries talking computers. This is pretty I, funny. <laughs> Wait, so it, I I would see one of them and it would all come rushing back. The Hazard record, the Crossfire record, Warhead. I was like, oh my god, yes, Underdog, the first Underdog record and all that. And I just found myself going down the Mausoleum uh, Records rabbit hole, listening to all this great stuff, and I was kind of kicking myself ah, that I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't grab this stuff back then when I had the chance. One of these days, you know, we're gonna sit down, and I'll already have been imbibing or whatever. And you're gonna go, okay, what are we talking about? And I'll be like, nothing. I just got a big stack of mausoleum records here or old metal blade stuff. We're not gonna just gonna we're not gonna play this shit, man. <laughs> and you hear that sound of the guy crying in the corner clutching his records? Yeah, that'll be me. <laughs> that's what we should do for episode 666 that's right that, that's it we, we've, we've got the show planned finally that's right we're not doing anything we're just gonna play a bunch of shit from back in 1985 damn it that's all we're doing <laughs> yeah yeah in my hot little fists right now okay you will remember last year the year before we had one vanessa hex 
on the show. She is a obviously a metal maestro who is in a, a number of fantastic bands. She still is in a couple that um, we've played on the show. We've had her we've had her on the show. She's a fantastic person, great musician. Okay, we want to have her on the show again, particularly to talk about her latest project. As much as we know that she's all about the metal, she is also a huge horror film guru as well. And she just put out this wicked tome called Necromantical Screams. Okay, because words are hard. And it's kind of like... You got my attention. It's... It, it's kind of like formatted like a graphic novel, like a like a like like a book in that idea. But when you when you open it up and you flip through it, it looks and is um, is printed out like an old fashioned metal and horror film zine fanzine. That's and awesome. it's just amazing. And it's split. It's mostly horror films. But there's a couple really cool metal articles as well. And you might, you know, if someone's thinking, well, it's a chick, you know, what is she into like Twilight and whatever? No, 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 no. She does a wicked deep dive and she's into the uh, the more low budget Italian horror film as well. She's got a uh, a cool article on the Mexican horror film Alucarda. She does a nice essay on necrophilia in the movie biz. Um, a cool article on gore grinders at Patigo, and a really really cool tribute to Killjoy from Necrophagia, who we lost a couple years ago. Because I think she knew him, you know, she knew him personally and all that. I haven't been able to get into this too much. But while I haven't been able to read very much of it, I'm having a hard time like putting it down. Since since I said in my hot little fists, I picked it up and put it down about three times. Now, just just talking about it, it's it's absolutely fantastic. With this, okay, I had ordered it. I was waiting for it. As I was leaving yesterday, as we speak, as I was leaving the house. To go to work, I open the front door and there's an Amazon package sitting on the step. No one, no, no knock, no ringing of the doorbell and all that. And you know, with all the the porch pirates, that's an actual expression now these is it days. Really? Because it is. There is a thing. Yeah, called I, porch pirates. I've never heard that expression until right now. It is. It is. These are people that are going around stealing Amazon shit off of people's front off their porch, off their front steps. No, I know people. Please tell me they have a ship had... or at least an eye patch. <laughs> Which, yeah. Yeah, well, anyone steals my shit, they're going to need a fucking eye patch. There we go. That's my boy. That's that's for damn sure because this pisses me off. You see there's videos on YouTube of cameras uh in front of people's houses and all that and you see cars drive by, then the same car backs up Person gets out of their car, goes up their driveway, grabs whatever it is on the front step, and then takes off. They don't even know what it is. Just it's just the sitting hell? there. Like, what is? What the fuck is wrong with people? You is know? this like, like that the just... new, the new Ring and Run? 
Yeah, except it's you're stealing people's. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like, is, is it is it like, is it the fact that people are like trying to steal stuff and make money, or are people just stealing stuff to be a holes? Because it's there. It's yeah, there. exactly, it's and they're bored. That someone else paid for, you know, it's it's just there, and they think you know they got a chance of getting away with it. Well, anyways, I found this. On the front step, I had a fair idea that it was going to be Vanessa's book and all that. So, But I didn't have time to open it. I just gave it to Mrs. Snowy. I got to run and all that. I got to the bus stop. But the bus stop, before my bus came, and I called her. There, It was, you know, the package had her name on it, and she had some stuff. She was expecting it. So she opened it. I was like, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Yes, that's it. It's your book. Okay, excellent, excellent. Now, the problem here, though, now, is I got to go to work now. <laughs> and, I, and I got this great book mocking me, you know, all day. It was mocking me. <laughs> Snowy, I'm here now, and you're at work. <laughs> you. Dude, uh, okay, okay. I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so somehow... I managed to get through the day yesterday and am now doing my best to enjoy this amazing book. Uh, let's get on with some tunes. Here's some wicked stuff across my desk. February 12th, Metal Blade Records is re-releasing the first three Sacred Reich releases. Rock their debut on. Yeah, yeah, their debut record. Ignorance, the Surf Nicaragua, Surf Nicaragua EP. I've always loved and, that title. Oh yeah, oh fantastic, yeah, yeah. And they're they're the same. Like there's there's they're still punk rockers at heart. You know, like they really haven't changed that much. And of course, they re they're re releasing the American Way, which that, as you recall, last last Rammy Awards I inducted. I inducted that record and I think this song too because it's just means so much for us. So I was giving uh giving those new those old new records a spin. I can't wait, you know, there's gonna be some extra stuff and all that all that stuff. It's just for a whole new a whole new generation, you know, of metalheads. It's going to be discovering old school sacred reich that kind of warms the heart you know what i mean for sure for sure as well a really cool um hardcore band hardcore grindcore whatever you want to call it um relapse is dropping the debut record from terminal bliss brute era Atta. this cool ep is called and it's kind of like a an amalgamation of a whole whack of uh, cool bands from the Richmond area, guys from from Mammoth Grinder, Suppression, and Ryan Parrish, the drummer of Iron Reagan. This is his new project as well. That's some fantastic stuff. I was cranking that, and that is going to do it for my metal fix because I want to drop a track from the classic is sacred reich which is going to uh, like i said it's getting a whole new metallic coat of paint from the ignorance record this is victim of demise
Project Wooden Stake, the title track from their last record, Feast of Virgin Souls. You gotta love a woman that writes lyrics like that. And, and all that. Okay, you know, she's she's the type of horror film fanatic that has no problems wearing a necromantic t-shirt or a cannibal holocaust t-shirt ah she's absolutely fantastic we got to get her back on the show soon enough and before that that was the aforementioned terminal bliss with small one-time fee fantastic stuff fantastic stuff go out and grab all of that stuff just as soon as you can hopefully by now you have already hit the record shops or done whatever digital stuff you wherever you get your tunage and grabbed the new a pounder record that is the project with our good buddy mr matt harvey who we have had on the show many times he have exhumed fame gruesome expulsion and just all around great guy always exciting always we always laugh we always have a really good time just sitting back and shooting the shit this time though we had to we actually had to do a little bit of business you know <laughs> this time around because like i said the new record breaking the world is now available this time courtesy of a shadow kingdom record so without further ado because i don't know what else you know i could really say about mr harvey because we've had him on so many times every time has been a treat so all we can really do is get to the record get to the chat and all of that good get stuff. to the chopper so, get to the chopper that's right that's right <laughs> so so let's grab, I guess, what's going to be the first single from that record. This is our chat with Mr. Matt Harvey from Pounder and from the aforementioned Breaking the World. This is Hard Road to Home.
First and foremost, what I've always starting to do with every interview for about a year now, with everything that's going on in the world, I always like to ask first, how are you doing physically and mentally and everything that's involved with everything? Um, you know, physically, I've been in, incredibly fortunate um, to be staying well. Um, my immediate family, um, everybody has been staying pretty well. Um, my aunt, who is uh, or was, I guess you should say, pretty elderly and was in a care home facility, recently uh, passed away from COVID. Um, I, I guess everybody in her nursing home got it, like literally every mm. member of staff and every patient. Um, you know, so that is pretty shitty. Um, mm, sorry. You know, yeah, it's, I mean, it is what it is. And I, I've now had like three, three current and or former bandmates now who've gotten COVID. Um, one of whom, uh, two of whom were hospitalized. So, I mean, it's, um, it's definitely, you know, fairly mm. close to home. Um, thankfully uh they've they've recovered uh you know my my folks have been okay my wife's been okay um i've been okay so you know i feel pretty fortunate um mentally i think you know it it, it comes and goes most of the time you know it just sort of feels kind of normal but you know i'm i've been so used to traveling incessantly for the last you know decade really um it just kind of it's weird to not have that to look forward to, you know? Um, and of course you miss, you know, I miss my bandmates. We don't really live in the same town. Uh, I miss all of our friends that we see on tour, you know, that you sort of take for granted that you're going to see once or twice a year, you know, your friends and whether it's Chicago or Baltimore or Sweden or Holland or whatever. And Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know, the Canadian government makes it a little bit more difficult. But uh, the good news is, though, once the pandemic's over, I think as of next year, I'm going to be eligible for rehabilitation to reenter Canada. So, ah, excellent. Uh, I'm very uh, excited about that prospect. I'm still going to have to jump through a few hoops uh, in order to do it, but um, <clears throat> it's uh, it's really a cool thing to uh to see that on the horizon but you know um it's a bit weird you know as a a, a creative type to be so isolated because you know you're sort of hyper focused on this very niche thing that you're that you're doing you know whether it's music or, or whatever your trip is and it's the kind of thing where a lot of times you know people uh, that you're around on a day-to-day -day basis you know your family or your co-workers or maybe you know the people that you know at your local bar or whatever don't want to hear about the minutiae of this process mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're I, I find myself sort of like dying to talk about it in a way that's not going to like annoy my wife like you know she doesn't want to hear about what I did at the studio under this riff and blah, 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 blah. Like that's, she's just like, yeah, that's nice too. You know, yeah, I, I get that too. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> she's either like, Oh, this song is pretty good. Or like, ah, I don't know if I like this one. Like, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't want to hear about, uh, you know, Oh, but I tried the scale in this part and it didn't work. And so I did this. So, you know, you end up kind of like missing those 
those connections and, and those conversations that you know going on tour and, and and meeting people you know you sort of take for granted you, mm-hmm. you end up in these you meet people almost every night and you end up in these conversations either they're interested in what you're doing which is you know obviously flattering and fun or you just talk about you know your mutual love for uh whatever sort of <clears throat> very specific uh you know band or album or whatever and um you know not having those outlets definitely wears on you sometimes you know it's like <clears throat> sometimes i'm just kind of like uh i'll find myself at work i'm like huh, i haven't really like been very productive the last hour that's weird like uh, i guess you know i'm, I'm mm-hmm. I, I guess it's, it's getting to me you know it's wearing me down today and then other days it just seems normal so it's just uh it, it's been an interesting uh <laughs> it's oh, been oh. an interesting time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what people can get excited and your fans can bond over and all of that good stuff is the new Pounder record will be dropping January 29th, Breaking the World. I imagine you're uh, pretty excited about that. I am. I'm super excited. And, you know, Breaking the World has nothing to do with... <laughs> on which is the first question most people have oh, asked. I didn't like, even, oh I didn't even put that together oh it was just completely unintentional like breaking the world is a song title that I've had kicking around for like 15 years oh, okay. <laughs> it's just about playing heavy metal really loud and the earth splits up and then that's you know mm-hmm. kind of as deep as it goes <laughs> but uh yeah no we're, we're, we're really excited um you know so far people seem to uh you know have be saying fairly nice things about the record which is encouraging and um you know we we think it's a a step forward from the first one and yeah we're really uh we're anxious to to get it released Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i've given a couple uh a couple tracks a couple spins and i'm really digging what i'm hearing but i'm also thinking that Probably the bands that people know you most would be more <laughs> on the heavier side. You're, you know, right. with Exhumed and Gruesome and all that. Like, this is kind of a departure. So, for someone maybe hearing um, Pounder when they're used to your other, uh, other <laughs> your projects, this is your sales pitch to them for Pounder. I mean, Pounder is a heavy metal band. That that's it. There's no real further need for delineation. It's not power. It's not speed. It's not thrash. It's not death. It's not whatever. It's just heavy metal. Um, and if you like, uh, accept and sabotage and Judas Priest and that kind of stuff and Diamond Head and Tank and Angel Witch, then you will probably, uh, you know, <clears throat> you, you'll probably dig this you know um if you only listen to gore noise this is probably a a release to to skip (laughs) but it's very much uh traditional metal and very proudly so and um it's you know although it is different uh it's equally as sincere as anything else that i've ever done uh it's not done as like anything ironic or tongue-in-cheek um it just comes from the genuine love of of regular plain old pure heavy metal you know right on right on excellent excellent this time around though it looks like it's coming out 
via Shadow Kingdom Records. Um, right. What's the rhyme and reason for going with them? Well, originally, you know, this album sort of came together in a, in a strange way. We had we had some tracks like um, Hard City and uh, and Spoils of War that were actually recorded during the the sessions for the first record on Civilized. And then we had a couple of other tracks that we had recorded and we thought maybe we would do an EP and then sort of focus on doing a new record this year. And Shadow Kingdom is just a little bit more focused on, you know, sort of the traditional metal market mm -hmm. than Hell's Headbangers, who did the first record. And we'd worked with, with, with them before on the, uh, the Faster Than Fire 7-inch. And so I just hit him up to see, you know, what he thought and I sent him the tracks and he's like, well, this is really good. Like, but you know, you're almost on an album. You got five songs here. Like, and you know, he, he, he was very keen on having an album that was brief. You know, he's like, I want a, a compact album. I don't want some like 50 minute epic. <laughs> I want something that's, you know, 18 minutes aside kind of thing. And we're mm -hmm. like, well, we have plenty of other material. We can just record a couple more songs. And so it kind of went from, you know, being like a fun EP project to being a, a record that was recorded in multiple stages, you know. Mm -hmm. I think we recorded um, the last three songs for it um, last April. Um, okay. And then due to the scheduling with the label, we were looking at a November release, but then with the vinyl manufacturing delays that the pandemic has caused and the shipping delays that the pandemic has caused to be on the safe side we pushed it to to january so it's sort of a it's a, a very unconventional record in that it was <laughs> parts of it were recorded like two years ago parts of it were recorded last year there's two different drummers on it um and you know obviously multiple sessions and different mixes and stuff but i think that it still sounds really cohesive and sounds like us and um it just sort of had a weird process of, of how it came to be you know right 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 there's a lot of cool artists on uh, shadow kingdom as well bands like haunt and temple of void i think the original tyrant is on there as well that's some good stuff the tyrant from uh from the middle blade too late to pray those yeah guys, that time okay yeah, that, that, that was the tyrant that I liked. That mm -hmm. was cool. Too late to pray was a killer record. Yes, we're old. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I've just accepted it now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, I would say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 50 right away, but um, I still have a better grasp on the current metal scene than most of the kids that are 25. So I think I'm doing all right. I think I'm doing all right. Right. Well, you get you know the, the that's kind of what I think keeps keeps us young, you know. Um, I look at some of the people that I went to high school with, and I was like, dude, you look like somebody's sad dad. Like Jesus, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and not, not just you know, not just that I have long hair and they don't, but I'm like, you know, you're sixty pounds overweight. Your hair is all gray. I'm like, dude. Yeah. You're six what? months younger than me. How do you have all gray hair, bro? Like, what How the fuck? is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you're right. I see that too. <laughs> metal is sort of the uh, the fountain of youth. Although I do get excited. Like last night, I, I was doing a podcast, and um, like 
John McEntee from Incantation was on it. Uh, Robin from Gruesome. Uh, Terry from Obituary and Death. And, and Gene Hoagland came on. And I was like, this is cool because I'm younger than all these people. Like, this never happens And so uh, Robin Syndrome was on there. I was like, yes, younger than you too. All right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I get a lot, like when I'm out in public and I'll just see some guy will come up to me and they'll go like, oh, oh they'll see my nuclear salt hat. And right. they'll go, oh, when I was a teenager, you know, they're about my age. Oh, I used to like them and all that. And I'm like, well, why'd you stop? Well, I met my wife and she doesn't like it. And it's like, oh, it got whipped out of you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and that's totally fair. Like, I don't expect everybody to like nuclear assault, but it's like, why would you stop liking it just because somebody else did? Like, yeah, that's weird. Wait, come on. You know, wait, like, I, I, I don't get it. You know, maybe you don't have to wear a nuclear assault hat every day, but it's like, why would you stop? You know, I've never stopped listening to metal, and I've definitely right. dated women that didn't you know particularly care for it and it's like well okay fair enough yeah i won't play like dead it. infection or when you're in the car like fair enough <laughs> that's it that's it that's it dead infection that's a real chick magnet band for sure oh yeah chicks <laughs> dig it man. with 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 pounder i believe this is the second album in four years but you've had eps demos singles and all that so between this right working marriage and all of these other bands you know that take up your time like do you sleep at all like <laughs> <laughs> i do yeah um the, the, the pounder is you know pounder was an idea that had been kicking around for a really long time before the band you know became an actual band and um i think before we met before i met our, our lead guitar player tom um, you know, we already had like five or six songs written, you know, just Alejandro and I kind of like demoing stuff. And the idea was that, you know, eventually we would find, you know, Michael Kiska or, or Bruce Dickinson or somebody. And then, <laughs> then the band would really take off. And we, I met Tom and, you know, he had played an angel, Witch previously, and he had the perfect style and he liked the songs. And I was like, wow, you know, like, it's not that often where you just sort of sort of find a Ferrari in a garage, you know, here's this incredible guitar player that's not really doing anything. And I thought, well, you know, if we want this to gain some momentum, we got to go forward now. And so I just decided to start singing. And, you know, here we are a few years later. And I think, yeah, Uncivilized came out in late 2019. And then this record was coming out in early 2021. And we still have, I mean, I think, we have most of the third album already written at this point. Oh, wow. um, just kind of, uh, you know, hanging out and, um, you know, taking time to focus on other stuff. Obviously, since Pounder's gotten going, Tom has joined Carcass, which is going to be interesting as far mm -hmm. as trying to, to line up some <laughs> gigs once gigs are a thing again. Um, but, you know, we, we just felt like <clears throat> it, it was the time to either piss or get off the pot or you know i would just end up sitting around 10 years later listening to these demos of these songs and being like man we should have done something with that so something. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm glad you brought up tom because that was going to be my next question actually where how 
how you knew because I didn't know the timeline of how you met and how you knew him so it's I wasn't too sure if he had joined Carcass first or you guys yeah, first or <laughs> yeah he was sharing with, with Pounder first um, basically I think it was the second Frost and Fire Festival um, here in, or not here here but in California mm-hmm. in Ventura that Jarvis from Night Demon did and my wife is British Tom is also British and you know two British people run into each other at a heavy metal festival like oh you're British oh I'm British blah 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 <laughs> you know so and so this and that and so we ended up just hanging out and having a couple of drinks or whatever and you know then it was like, oh, I had turned out I had met him because another friend of ours, Emma, who's since moved back to England, was I, she interviewed me in the Bay Area uh, when Exune was on tour with, I want to say, Napalm and Voivod. And anyway, it was just one of those sort of six degrees of Kevin Bacon things. Mm-hmm. And then um, we went to San Francisco to see Enforcer, and Tom was at the gig, and we talked and he's like, you know, I'm kind of surprised. You know, you, you do all these projects and you love this style of music. Like, I'm kind of surprised that you haven't tried to do something like this. And I was like, well, funny that you mention it. But <laughs> <laughs> and so I sent him the songs, and um, you know, the fact that he comes more from that you know sort of rock metal background rather than like death metal kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, you know, so he's sort of coming into Carcass from the opposite direction that I'm coming into, into Pounder. And, you know, the fact that he liked the songs I thought was very encouraging because, you know, he wasn't like he was like this big Exhumed fan that just was going to, you know, have a non-objective opinion or whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, I was like, well, hey, you know, if you want to throw some solos on this. And he's like, yeah, well, I moved to California and I haven't really been doing anything, you know since leaving England and I was like okay perfect and uh, you know as soon as Alejandro and I heard that what he was doing I was like okay well I guess this is a real band now like we don't have a drummer and I guess we're not going to find a singer but like we're doing this like we're moving forward you know and uh, yeah that was sort of the timeline and Alejandro our bass player has worked for Carcass uh, on a bunch of North American stuff you know as a guitar tech and uh-huh. he's also done like sound for Zoomed and he uh, produced the last Exhumed record and so he was in with all the Carcass guys and Bill had played an Angel Witch and Tom had played an Angel Witch so they kind of knew each other-ish and Jeff I think asked Alejandro like what do you think about this Tom kid do you think he would be good for Carcass and, and obviously the answer was yes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah see all of these connections that you just mentioned in the last 20 seconds, this is a lot of stuff that like fans don't really get to hear about or know and all that. <laughs> so it's nice to uh, kind of pull the curtain back a bit like that. That's fantastic. It's, yeah, It's just basically like going to like a really big high school that's just all over the world. Mm-hmm. But everybody <laughs> knows somebody that knows somebody you know right. and it's just the way that's just that's just quote unquote the scene you know it's just right. <laughs> that's, <how laughs> that's it what works. I like to hear right. <laughs> for sure for sure and with a whole whack of your other projects and all that maybe give uh, a couple updates here and there what's going on particularly um, exhumed 
just did a live stream, which is kind of all the rage right now, I believe. <laughs> yeah, um, well, we... Uh, it was one of those things, a, a good friend of mine um, who produced All Guts No Glory and Necrocracy, and has been a buddy of mine for you know over 20 years now at this point, um, he has a, a really rare uh, liver disease called Wilson's disease, and he had to undergo a liver transplant and all this shit. And <clears throat> anyway, so we were approached about a benefit show, and I was like, well, I don't really know how we can do it because now our guitar player, for example, Sebastian lives in Baltimore, and our drummer Mike has uh, just before the pandemic actually moved from California to Ohio. Um, you know, he used to live in a one-bedroom apartment. Now he lives on like a, the bottom floor of a mansion. So I get it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but I was just like, it's not like we can just like get together and like jam or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but Mike was coming out for his dad's 75th birthday, and so basically, I was like, well, if he's going to be in, in California anyway, like that's three out of four of us at least in the same state. So, you know, how can we sort of make this a non-losing money kind of thing um, <laughs> by spending more money to, you know, rent a soundstage for an entire day and film like two hours worth of music basically became the answer. And so we filmed the benefit show and then we had a separate set list that we did for our, our gig. And, um, you know, I think we were there for something like for something like 16 hours um, wow. that day between setup, teardown, filming, doing reshoots and, and all this stuff. It was really an incredibly grueling day. But um, in the end, uh, you know, my buddy Ryan Butler, who also who used to play guitar in Land My Marathon and Unrun, a bunch of other bands and produced our records and so on. He got the liver transplant. It was a success. Uh, him and his wife are not going to have to like, you know, take out a second mortgage or lose their house or anything mm -hmm. uh, to cover all the medical bills you know Canadians fortunately don't have to worry about that sort of thing mm -hmm. uh, civilized country but whatever <laughs> <laughs> and, and we uh, did the live stream and made a couple bucks sold some shirts and hopefully put some smiles on some people's faces and everybody lived you know more or less happily ever after <laughs> right, no. <laughs> no, that's and, good that's good and that's right now we're uh we're demoing songs to record a new album probably uh, in maybe March or April. Oh, wow. Excellent, excellent. So. Excellent. And Gruesome ex and Expulsion. Gruesome, well, Expulsion, I haven't, I haven't been doing anything with. Um, basically, you know, Matt um, Olivo, who is... Uh, you know, a, an old buddy of mine and one of my absolute favorite guitar players. I mean, Repulsion is my favorite death metal band, but he works really, really, really slowly. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I work really, really, really quickly. So it would be by the time he had decided that he wanted to do something, I was invariably like, like, dude, I'm already going to be in Europe at that time, or I'm going to be somewhere else doing something else. And, um, so they had a show that they wanted to do and I was like, well, I can't cancel the whole tour just to do one explosion show. Mm -hmm. So just find somebody else and, you know, if this is going to be a thing, like just go ahead and, you know, continue on with them because it's going to be easier on everybody. And I love the record that we did. Um, 
I'm super proud of it, but it's just, it's a, it's just easier for me to kind of, I guess, have a little bit more control over the, over the projects that I'm doing because there's a lot of moving parts, you know, everybody, Mm -hmm. everybody in every band I'm in does other stuff. And so it requires a lot of advanced planning and, you know, to, to, to have to move around tours, you know, three or four week tours that are already worked around somebody else's schedule to do like one off gigs. Um, it just doesn't make sense. So right. it's, right. yeah, I think Fred from Dismember was going to sing for them, but I haven't really heard anything about that because he lives in New York now. Um, and I, I have no idea how that is going to work. I hope it does. Um, I don't know, Fred, but I love Dismember. And like I said, I love the, the expulsion stuff and the songs that we were working on before I left were, were great. So we'll see what happens. Um, and then Gruesome, we are also going to be demoing songs, basically. I'm trying to do like two or three Exhumed songs a week. And then in about three or four weeks, I'm going to move on to starting to demo um, the new Gruesome songs, some of which are written, some of which are halfway written and so forth. Um, the Gruesome stuff is going to be a real challenge because we're moving into like the human era. So it's been a much more sort of painstaking process putting the songs together that we have because they're, you know, much more musically demanding than the stuff that we've done previously. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we kind of stalled out this last year. This last year, we were supposed to be doing some tours, and I was going to go to Florida and work on stuff. And obviously, none of that was able to happen. So it just sort of—I uh, don't—I don't know. It, it just—it became the thing that that got put on the back burner. I think because it is more musically intensive. And so I just was like, well, I'll get to it later. And I was like, fuck, it's already 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it's always a pleasure. Um, I'll let you get on with your day here. But before we go, there's just something I wanted to run past you. I'm a big pro wrestling fan. Okay. I don't know if I've, if I've ever told you that. We all, I also do another wrestling a pro wrestling podcast as well well yes i noticed the last the last couple weeks though i found myself do you know who matt hardy is the pro wrestler uh, no my only like pro wrestling knowledge is like from the 80s because that's when i was a kid and i was sort of more aware of it like the right you know, hulk hogan uh rowdy roddy piper superfly snooka uh junkyard dog Coco Beware, those guys. That was sort of what I do. Okay, well, today, in this day and age, there is a wrestler named Matt Hardy. I like him so far. D-D-Y, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And for the last last couple weeks, I found myself referring to Matt Hardy as Matt Harvey. <laughs> and then I've been catching myself referring, you know, to Matt Harvey as Matt Hardy. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a total verbal flub. Just the names are so, so, right. so, so close that I just kind of want to, uh, kind of wanted to share that with you. I thought it would give you a chuckle. It definitely did, and I will. Uh, I'll, I'll share a quick wrestling adjacent anecdote. Please. Um, in September, uh, my wife and I took like a uh, a 
I think we were there for four days. We went to we went to Cancun for four days. Obviously, we got tested before, and you know everything. You had to get your temperature taken everywhere you went there, and yada yada yada. It was an all-inclusive resort, so we sort of just stayed there and just you know ate and drank ourselves into oblivion on the beach for four <laughs> days. But one day while we were there, I went to go get towels from the towel stand, and the guy goes, "Hey, does anybody ever tell you, you look like Shawn Michaels?" I was like. Sean, my the wrestler, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah," and I was like, "Huh? Actually, I have heard that before. I forgot." And then I went to the bar, like uh, five minutes later, to get a drink, and the guy next to me goes, "Hey, you look like Shawn Michaels, dude." And I was like, "Okay, that's weird. Like, I've heard that before, but not like that. Not in rapid succession, yeah, somewhere you know, totally random on vacation in five minutes from each other." So I don't know. Apparently, I guess I'm, I'm a sexy boy. What, that was his thing, right? <laughs> oh, that's it. oh! Don't tell me that because from now on on the show, I'll just refer to Matt Harvey as the sexy boy of death metal. <laughs> I will take it. I like that. That's good. I mean, it's much better if a woman referred to me as that. But I'll take it. I'll take it where I can get it, man. <laughs>
knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. There are only three good things you need in life. Sex, beer, and pure rock radio. Thank you. 
That was L.A.'s Tyrant, the original Tyrant, the one going way back to the mid-80s since we haven't yapped enough about all of that. Well, that band is still around their new record here after, and that is Pieces of Mine. And before that, that was Savage Master from their Myth magic and steel record with flyer in the night they're a fantastic band savage master um this they're one of those interview regret bands that i have okay where they came through town this is a couple years ago now and this the savage master great great traditional you know, um metal band an old school sound vocalist stacy savage fantastic vocalist and front person and all that great band okay unfortunately i didn't know just a bunch of things going on in the world i didn't know if i was going to be able to make this show or not it was kind of a last second thing so i was totally under 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 prepared to speak to them and then i was absolutely blown away by savage master and then i was just kind of like oh you know dude story like you know better you know better than to not be prepared even if you don't think you're gonna make it or whatever shit can happen in a good way you know just be a boy scout always be prepared and all that and i didn't and it's, ah next time next time maybe with the next savage master record will get them uh i guess maybe on the horn even better you know we'll uh we'll do things right and get them on with one of our action interviews when the world returns to normal what is normal for us around radioactive metal is introducing a lot of cool new bands and we like to do that with our indie spotlight we're always on the lookout for fresh new talent check out this indie spotlight In tonight's Indie Spotlight, I want to go to the capital of Canada, my city of birth, Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And I want to introduce to all of our listeners, old-time rockers, Feed After Midnight. Oh my goodness, I love it. <laughs> I kind of I oh, had dude. a feeling. <clears throat> I kind of had a feeling. When this band came across my desk, I'm like, oh, I love, okay, I love that title, for starters. I love that moniker. Got my attention. Let's give this a spin. And I'm playing it. Oh, those are some pretty tasty riffs. Okay, right on. Yeah, I can get into this. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with them. Right now, all they have out is just the one single that we're about to get to. But I think you're going to enjoy it so in tonight's indie spotlight this is ottawa's feed after midnight without of time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Facebook.com slash feed after midnight and feed after midnight dot bandcamp dot com to check out all of that rock and roll goodness. I believe I saw in their bio they hadn't even been together very long and they were already supporting Buck Cherry. That's awesome. That's fantastic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good on them. Go and check that out. Well, my friend, another awesome episode into the books. How yeah. can uh, people get a hold of us? So, you know, I was thinking about this because we always say WWW, all that sort of stuff. And I promise I will get to how we can get a hold of us. But, like, think about back when the WWF was still the WWF. www.wwf.com. Like, that's <laughs> so many damn W's. That like is a lot. Of that's w's. just crazy. That's way too many W's. But we've had too many W's. The, I, <laughs> I see what you did there. The <laughs> good news is that you can just go to www.radioactivemetal.org. Only three W's. That's it. Right? And you can get all our back issues, so to speak. Our back pages, if you will. And then you can check us out on the Instagram at RadMetal666. Drop us a line, radmetal666 at gmail.com, facebook.com slash radmetal. Um, I had a thought. Uh-oh. No, it was, it's like, I'm like, no, I don't need to talk about it right now. But it's, oh, kind, of, okay. it's kind of funny. But yeah, it'll be more funny than you and me, I think, later. But anyway, so shiningwizardsnetwork.com. We are proud members of the Shining Wizards Network those guys are amazing. Check them out. Check out all the different podcasts that are at the Shining Wizards Network. Along with the Shining Wizards, you have Turnbuckle Throwbacks and our own Wrestling Night in Canada, hosted by Ducky and this other guy whose voice you might recognize. Uh-huh. You hear it every once in a while. Yeah. 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 You might pick it out, maybe. <laughs> you know, it might sound familiar to you. Mm-hmm. Um Damn it! I had another thought. Like, because I was thinking about we had we had Ducky on here, and like it was like really almost wrestling night in Canada. So I need to go on wrestling night in Canada, and then it's almost radioactive metal. There you go. There you, you know? go. Yeah, we have the. You know how um, we have the the thing on this show where if our phone goes off, one of our phones go off while while we're recording. Yeah, we have we have to buy someone a beer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the old, the old, the old tradition on movie sets, TV sets. Someone's phone goes off. Well, you have to stop and all that. So whoever's phone that is has to buy everyone on set a drink and all that. So now when I'm on Wrestling Night in Canada and I've been doing radioactive metal for so long now, there have been a couple of times where I've accidentally started calling that show radioactive metal <laughs> so now we have we have this tradition that at some point if i refer to wrestling night as radioactive i gotta buy those guys a beer that's awesome so, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm already two beers each deep into the <laughs> so Speaking of buying a beer, because I think I'm pretty deep into it too, because of you know how many times my mother in law calls when we're recording. Um, 
Right. So right. when I finally make it to Canada, I feel like my first stop just needs to be your local liquor store and we'll get oh, us yeah. a bottle of Jack and um, a case of Coke and just get to it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. We're, we're just going to get to it. Like, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll sit down, we'll press record, we'll start talking, and then when we wake up, Mrs. Snowy can tell us all the dumb things we did. <laughs> <laughs> and, and whether or not I'm allowed back to visit. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. There's been more than one Saturday or Sunday morning where she's been like, Do you remember this? Uh, no. Oh, you're such a dumbass. <laughs> ah, that's so nice. Yeah, so nice. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I digress. So, the ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, those guys are great. Check them out. So many great podcasts there. Because of them, we're on Spotify as well as iTunes and your other podcast aggregators. Leave us a review at any place you find us. Leave us a comment because that helps other people find us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, tell your friends about us. Or if you like, you're really trying to tick somebody off, definitely tell your enemies because that can be fun too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, like, like, like if you have somebody who just like everybody has this person in their life. Right, where where there's somebody who's really really nice, but they just drone on and on and on about stuff you don't care about. Mm -hmm. If they happen to be into like different metals and things, maybe they like to collect brasses and gold and zinc. Well, say like, hey, you're gonna love this podcast, radioactive metal. That's what they do, and then like we'll see how long it takes them to get through it to figure it out. Right? Just don't yeah. let them start with this episode, so we don't give it away. That's right. You know. That's right. That's It'll be good. Right, but then we also have to say that you can hear this episode first. You don't have to wait for the podcast. You can hear it first every Thursday night, purerockradio.net. Check out the schedule. St. Rich up in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I mm -hmm. love to say that. He's up there. He's been, um, you know, fighting the good fight. Runs a great program. So some of the best, like underground, like rock and roll metal programming you're going to get on the internet. Rich has got it going, and they even put us on. So I mean, yeah. you know, who knows? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Puts to up with crap to get us on out of here. Like I said, it is our good buddy Ducky's birthday, and I decided to go out on a track from the new Harlot record. Metal Blade Records dropped their latest record, Detrius of the Final Age. Don't even ask me what that first word means. I have no idea. But uh, we all have a very good idea that Harlot is an amazing modern-day thrash band. Let's go out with idle-minded. Happy birthday, dude. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been a pounding episode of radioactive metal oh, i'm snowy white and this is aaron signing off